Hi everyone, I'm Ahana. And I'm Celine. And welcome back to another episode at the We, we Are, Are Podcast. Podcast. So, today we have... <laughs> oh, I apologize. <laughs> so today we have oh. um, news updates for you guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so, I will start us off. Yeah, with a um, very... With very a very unfortunate update. Yeah. It's really sad. Um, But there was another school shooting another in... One. There are so many. It's insane. It's awful. Yeah. Um, this one was in Nashville, Tennessee, and on Monday, um, so that would be two days before we posted this, a shooter opened fire at an elementary school and ended up killing six people, including three children. Mm-hmm. Um, and the shooter was identified as Audrey Elizabeth Hale. This is so weird to me not Mm -hmm. like weird but just unusual because this is like the first time in a long time maybe even ever that i've heard of like a school shooter being a girl well actually i'm gonna get into this so there's more about that but i'll get into that later um but it's a 28 year old who was actually a former student at the school where they shot down which Mm -hmm. was a covenant school so that's basically um just a christian school and it was like this private school um in it serves like students in pre-kindergarten through sixth grade um but basically when the shooter entered the school um they had two ar style weapons including a rifle and a pistol as well as a handgun so like they were they had a lot of weapons and um they found out that like some of the arms were actually purchased legally so they weren't like purchased legally but still it's like crazy that just they had access um but the shooter like entered through a side entrance um after they shot the door open and went to the second floor and then they fired multiple shots and around at around like 10 13 in the morning the police received a call about the shooter and um when the officers arrived they went through the first level of the building and then they heard gunshots from like the second level and uh they confronted the shooter and um killed the shooter at 10 27 a.m um so basically the shooting happened it was kind of like in this lobby area and it wasn't like an actual classroom so it was more like an open area um but drake's or sorry so the school like had an active like shooter protocol um so some children like evacuated so luckily like they were able to like yeah kind of like have this procedure set in place um and so at first the police identified the shooter as female, but they actually later found out that um, they were transgender and now like identify as. Oh. Male. Yeah. I yeah. didn't so, know that. Yeah, I just yeah. saw Audrey and I thought it right. was. Right. I mean, I thought it was a girl too, and then that's just yeah. So, no. I was at first that's what I was thinking. I was like, this is one of the few like female school shooters that I've seen, but, but it's I guess not. Plot yeah. twist. Plot twist. Yeah. Oh no. Wow. Yeah, so officers found written material as well as a map describing, like, how the whole shooting would unfold. And, like, yeah, there was this whole plan. There was also a plan to shoot up a different Nashville school. Um, And the shooter ended up scrapping that idea because there was, like, too much security at that school, Mm -hmm. they said. Um, But uh, people said that, like, the shooter may have like resented going to school at the covenant school and that could have been part of the reason why probably because yeah because like the children were just like random targets it's not like they shot like specific people Mm -hmm. in particular um and also i'm guessing like 
Christian schools, I mean, they're typically more traditional, and this right. person seemed like, I mean, they were transgender and stuff, so right, probably, so that like, could definitely yeah play a role yeah. for sure. You probably had some like identity issues growing up. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, but the shooter had no prior crim- criminal history to that. Um, but the victims were identified as Evelyn Dickos, William Kenny, and Hallie Scruggs. Um, all of those were the kids who were like either nine or like about to turn nine and then um the teachers mike hill katherine Kuntz, and cynthia peak so it's just really devastating mm-hmm. um and three children and two adults were taken to um the children's hospital with gunshot wounds and then all five of them were pronounced dead there um and president biden like really kind of talked about this and he said it was quote a sick act and reiterated his call for congress to ban assault weapons he said quote we have to do more to stop gun violence it's ripping our communities apart ripping at the very soul of the nation we have to do more to protect our schools so they aren't turned into prisons um and what's really sad about this is that this is the 89th shooting on k through 12 school grounds in 2023 alone in 2023 yeah there have been it's been three months exactly three months and i read something about how there have been more shootings this year than days of the year that's like because that how many days of the year have we had so far like i don't know i mean i think there's been more days no i actually read that yeah i read that somewhere are there oh yeah actually no because it's been like 30 30 and 28 so that's yeah and there's 89 shootings right that's just school shootings there have been yeah. more like actual the, like other shootings that's yeah like one school shooting per day yeah it's i mean it's just like absolutely horrifying honestly just that 89? i just yeah 89 there's been like how many days during january i don't even know wait how many days are in how wait calendar february's 28 i think january 31 mm-hmm. so that would make it and then march that would make it we've had 28 59 and there's been 28 yeah so there's been more shootings yeah that's insane that's crazy that's so insane because that means there's been 87 days and 89 shootings yeah and that's that's just school shootings like that doesn't even include like other like shootings at like events and stuff yeah that's traumatizing (sighs) yeah i'm like i don't even like like i don't even know like what the solution is like obviously like stricter precautions um Mm -hmm. more gun or like more strict like background checks and like regulations but like it's even then like people are always gonna find a way to do Mm -hmm. harm if that's their intent so it's like how do you even stop that i think it's really hard especially for students because they're the ones being the most affected a lot of the times Mm -hmm. but they're like so unable to really do anything right because they're not part of like the they're not part of the government, you know? They're yeah, not, like... Exactly. They're not, like, the ones who can actually, like, have the power. So yeah. it can be really hard to, like, feel like you actually have the power to create that change. And I understand that, like, it can start feeling just, like, helpless, you know? Yeah, definitely. And it's also, like, even, like, beyond that, even if, like, legislation is not, like, a viable thing, we don't have enough funding to, like, increase safety precautions inside right. schools. Like... There's too many kids, and there's not enough, like, equipment to, like, 
feel out or like not feel out but just like determine if someone's like a threat i guess Mm -hmm. like i heard that like i remember when there was like a big shooting like the sandy hook i think i don't remember Mm -hmm. one of the big shootings that um they were like trying to get metal detectors installed all over schools but there's just like too many flaws in that and it's like i don't know like it's hard to even find a solution yeah no i agree i think it's really tough when it's become such, like, a common thing, especially now, um, just to be able to, like, go back from there and, like, figure out, like, what you can do to prevent what's happening. And it's weird, like, a lot of these shooters, they, like, kill themselves after, like, this person didn't, but they probably would have if the police didn't find them first. Mm-hmm. It just shows, like, the mental health in our country is just right. tanking. And that in combination with, like, the access is just, like, it's a deadly formula. Yeah. That's, it's just traumatizing. Yeah. Like, going to school now, everyone's a little scared when they hear we have, like, a lockdown. Even if it's just a drill, it's, like, they don't tell if it's it's a drill, so we're, like, uh. It can be very scary. Yeah. But... I mean, our hearts go out to the people in mm-hmm. Nashville. Mm-hmm. I've been to Nashville, and it, it's a lovely little city. I'm right. very sad for that community and all the kids who had to go through that and mm-hmm. their families. Definitely. So. Yeah. Okay. Moving on to a little less dark topic, but still kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about, like, chat. Oh, no. Let's, I don't, I'm not going to do that. Let's go to okay. a lighter topic. Okay. Chat GPT. <laughs> Mm-hmm. The, my other update was about, like, Russian things, but I feel like we need a little lighter update. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> so, chat GPT was, it's, like, taking over. Like, it's a big thing. Huge. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even explain how, like, astronomical it is. Yeah. But anyway, chat GPT, in case you didn't know, is, like, an artificial intelligence school that, tool, not school, that mm-hmm. is, um basically like released on like different search it's like a website basically and it is new technology that has displayed the power of ai like artificial intelligence and essentially what it is is it's like a chat bot whose function is to mimic like a human conversation Mm -hmm. so it's basically like you're talking to a human and it's so weird i've used it before it's like i you like ask it a question and it will literally respond to you like as if you're humans and it it's essentially like you can use it for anything people have used it to write emails debug computer programs answer homework questions play games write stories and watch much more like mm-hmm. i literally told it to like write me a song and it like came up with its own song <laughs> That's and it so was so weird it's it's kind of creepy honestly it's like siri but like upgraded yeah siri. it's creepy because it's hard to think that something like that like can mimic like a human Mm -hmm. and obviously it's not the same yet but it's really getting there yeah that's so weird i know and the ceo of this company is sam altman and he's gotten a lot of backlash because people are saying that like this is gonna eliminate a lot of jobs Mm -hmm. because it's like i mean this robot can do what a human can do in 10 times more like like competency wise i mean Mm -hmm. obviously it probably like can't sense emotions or something but like I I think it definitely will take jobs away mm-hmm. from people. And yeah. the the CEO, Sam Altman, said that it is going to eliminate a lot of jobs, but he said that they can make better ones. 
and the reason to develop AI is like a better impact on our lives, and this will be the greatest technology humanity has yet developed. Wow, that's uh, such a weird concept. Like my whole life, I've been like creeped out by AI. Like that's mm-hmm. been the one thing that like gave me like terrible vibes. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know why. Like my whole life, the concept of AI has just like scared me, and like robots are freaky to me. So like this is kind of. Like, it is very useful, I guess, but it's really kind of creepy. I don't know. Yeah. But this artificial intelligence tool launched in November 22, and it it caused, or sorry, it crossed 1 million users in five days. Mm -hmm. For comparison, it took Netflix 41 months, Facebook 10 months, and Instagram 3 months to reach, like, the 1 million mark, and it took them just five days. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's amassed like a crazy amount of attention um and it's you know it's done a lot it's spurred countless debates on like how it should be implemented um how useful it is but like as of we know right now it's a very intelligent tool it's been like one of the best chat boxes it's gotten fives on ap exams that like they tell it to take it's it's passed the medical bar exam and the law bar exam Which is terrifying, because what if mm-hmm. in the future robots become doctors and lawyers? Um, right. That's... No, thank you. Yeah. Or, I don't know, actually. That's just weird. I mean, I guess, like... I mean, I guess it could be helpful. Yeah, because like, humans make mistakes. Especially but, for, like, doctors, right? Yeah. Because it's medical care, which is saving lives. But at the same time, it's like, that would just change our society entirely. Yeah, it's creepy. And people would lose jobs like crazy. Yeah. And also, it's like... Humans do make mistakes probably more than the robot would, but a robot would never be able to care for a human like a human would. Because, mm-hmm. like, that's why doctors, like, doctors need to be emotionally smart, and doctors need to, like, be able to, like, talk to people. Right. And, yeah. like, like they can, they can think, like, divergently and, like, be creative, and mm-hmm. a robot can't really do that as much. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be yeah. weird to see where this goes. Yeah, that's so odd. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, wow. That's all, all right. Have. Ready for the next one? Yes. Okay, so my next update is about some protests happening in France right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so there have been a ton of nationwide, like, strikes in France recently um, because President Macron is raising <laughs> the... Wait, Emmanuel Macron? I love, I love his name. <laughs> um, but anyways, he is raising the retirement age. And millions of people have, like, gathered on the streets to protest. So basically... There was a new law that was passed um, which raised the retirement age for French workers from 62 years old to 64 years old. Um, And the legislation also, like, bypassed Parliament's vote, so it didn't actually go through, like, the system where it, like, had to be, I guess, like, confirmed by Parliament because um, Macron enacted this, like, special constitutional power that basically allowed him to pass the legislation without the vote of parliament. So a lot of people are mad oh, about like weird. Yeah, a lot of people are mad about like him like totally bypassing parliament and they thought like parliament wouldn't confirm it. So that's why he did that just so he could like get what he wanted. So people are like mad about that and then people are also mad about just like raising the retirement age in general. Um but there the protests have been escalating a lot like Officers are firing more than 4,000 non-lethal dispersion grenades. Um, And then there was, like, a lot of tension in Bordeaux um, where the doors of the city hall were set alight after a day of, like, 
uh, protesting on the streets, and the blaze was put out, but still, it was just showing, like, how angry the France, France, France people, what do you call them? French people? Oh, French, <laughs> French Swanians, I don't know, it was the French, <laughs> okay, whatever, <laughs> people, the French people, okay, um, and it's kind of become, like, pretty bad for Macron because he had this like planned state visit by like King Charles on Sunday and he had to postpone it until Friday because of the protests and um but basically so all French people who retire receive like a state pension um and the system's funding system funding the system the system's funding <laughs> I was like wait I already said that it's based on like this like tax redistribution um and the system where they, like, get the money to, like, give the pension um, is predicted to dive into a deficit so they'll be in debt into the coming decades. So that's kind of why Macron is doing that. Um, and a lot of supporters also talked about how, like, France's retirement age is still, like, below the average, especially for um, countries in Europe. And um, But then some opponents of it say there's, like, better ways to get financing for the pensions but, you know, it's just a controversial thing because it it may not seem like a huge change because it's just two years, but it still is a lot when it comes to, like, money. Mm. Yeah. That is weird. Yeah. I, I just think it's funny because in the U.S., like, the retirement age is, like, 75. <laughs> is it? I think so. Oh, my God. It's, like, wait. way older than the French age. Um, oh, 66. Oh, I was gonna say seventy five. I thought is it was seventy five. Seventy five would be like really old. I think most people just retire at seventy five because the really? pension isn't high uh-huh. enough. But oh wait, sixty five. I I'm getting mixed messages. Basically, somewhere between sixty five and sixty six or something. Yeah, something. I don't know. But that's I don't know. I feel like two years isn't a lot, but I guess I do understand like the parliament thing, and I also think it's like it's a. It is a change. I guess, like, once you've been fed something for so long and they suddenly swap it out, it's Are you going to do your lollipop analogy? Yes. If you give a toddler a lollipop oh and you take it away, they're going to be upset. But if you just didn't give them a lollipop in the first place, then they wouldn't care because they never had a lollipop. And that's the French people. Okay. So thank you for listening to my touch. <laughs> She loves that analogy. I love that debate you. round once. I think we won that round, honestly. So. Yeah. I mean, I guess it, if it works, it works. All right. So that's up for yeah. our news updates. Mm-hmm. Well, um, for this half. For this half. Well, at least. Um, stay tuned, and we're very sorry about the depressing first one. Yeah. So. Yeah. Right, bye. All right. Welcome back from the break. Welcome. So. Should I start us off? Uh, sure. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> oh, go ahead. All right, well, let's talk about Taylor Swift. Okay. Yay. Tay-Tay. Oh, it's okay. Ignore her. Anyway. Don't actually. So, um, there was, like, a big scandal about Taylor Swift recently because she just, um, started her Eras tour, which is, like, her first big tour in a while, and, like, a lot of people are going crazy about it. But before, like, I think it was, like, last month or a couple months ago, there was a big drama about her Ticketmaster tickets. So, basically, um, 
they uh, fans were upset because the price of the tickets was like very high and it was so unusual that a lot of them started to notice that that the ticket purchasing company was like doing it kind of unlawfully and they were like basically creating false competition so they could like raise the price of the tickets Mm -hmm. um and essentially what that means is they were fraudulently changing ticket prices for their benefit Mm -hmm. and so the fans actually took this to court like they are suing Ticketmaster for like the way that they were selling tickets um and a federal court in los angeles like actually held a procedural hearing in a case brought by 340 fans who who alleged that live nation and Ticketmaster, which are like the companies that sold them violated antitrust and community com- consumer protection mm-hmm. laws so the lawyers for the plaintiffs which is like all the fans were john ganga jenga i don't know how to say his name and jennifer mm-hmm. kinder and they were basically joined and they sort of described that the ticket purchasing process was broken and corrupt and that fans hope this is like a turning point in breaking a monopoly um so the fall tickets for the taylor Swift's new era tour was the first in five years and it like prompted a lot of like even government involvement and it also included a senate hearing in january oh at which live nation president uh, president and chief financial Offi- officer joe burke t- why can i s- none of neither of us can speak today yeah. it's so bad joy burke to apologize for the fiasco and the lawsuit like i said it was essentially saying that ticketmaster and live nation illegally stamped out competition allowing for the company to charge like super high prices for the tickets so it's mm. very interesting the next court date will be on may Ooh. 25th i wow. thought i knew fans were upset i didn't think they would make a court case about that's kind of crazy though like I that's know. very like like that's a court gate wow know, wow wow Interesting. I mean, I, I like, like Taylor, but they're justice. Yeah. Honestly, I like Taylor, but I would not go to court over her expensive tickets. Honestly, I don't if they know. end up making a bunch of money off this, show, actually, yeah, I would join the bandwagon. Remember <laughs> the case, like yeah. All right, but love Taylor. Love. I'm done. I'm done. My next update is definitely not about Taylor Swift. <sighs> it's about Israel's judicial reform. I saw this. Yes. I love... Okay, is it just me or do you love Benjamin Netanyahu's name? Like, I don't know. I just like his All name. All I remember is a debate tournament where we had... We said like Netanyahu. Like, I just like that. I don't know why. But anyways, so on Monday, Benjamin Netanyahu, who's the Prime Minister of Israel, um agreed to suspend a planned judiciary reform until the next parliament session. Um, And this happened because of a ton of protests. So basically, people are just really mad. Yeah. Yeah. So a lot of people didn't like the plan for judicial reform because they felt like it gave, like, the Israeli parliament which is called the neset like way too much power Mm. um and so as some background on just israel's government system they don't actually have a constitution but they have like these quasi-constitutional laws which are basically like they serve as like constitutional laws but they basically just don't have a constitution um so they're like fake but real you know what i'm saying does that make sense Yeah. yeah um so the Nasset, um, which is the parliament, is also, like, really powerful because the only check they have on their power, power is the Supreme Court. Um, 
And so this whole like, judicial reform thing that um, Netanyahu wants to put in place is basically like a package of bills that needs to pass three votes in the Neset and that it will become law. And one of the three most... Three votes? Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, so one of the most important like bills is one that changes like the makeup of people on the supreme court and allows like the government to have a majority of seats on like the committee that just like selects judges so it gives them more power um but then another change is like the override clause which would give the israeli parliament the power to pass laws that were previously ruled invalid by the supreme court um so they can basically just override the supreme court and then another bill bill (laughs) makes it like more difficult for a sitting prime minister to be declared unfit for office for like multiple reasons like physical or mental incapacity um so basically it gives netanyahu more power and it makes him like less likely to be like impeached or just taken from office um and a lot of people are just saying that he's like making all these changes solely in his favor because he wants to remain in his position um because right now he's facing like a corruption trial and there are a ton of charges over bribery and like fraud and like breach of trust and like all this stuff mm-hmm. um but yeah according to poland um a majority of like israelis don't support the reform at all and um yeah, so there have been just a lot of protests, and people are just very upset about it. Yeah, that's... Mm-hmm. Obviously, that's not a good situation for the people, and it is kind of unfair, but hopefully something changes. Yeah. And definitely. Netanyahu does not become a dictator. Netanyahu, yeah. It reminds me of Erdogan. <laughs> I don't know, I feel like their names go together. <laughs> Our good friend Erdogan. Oh, Erdogan. Actually, not my good friend. Erdogan is Erdogan not. Erdogan is terrible. <laughs> yeah. But anyways, our next update and my last update is about new fighter jets in Russia. So this is kind of like goes along with another Russian-Ukraine update. So basically, Russia has a newer generation of fighter jets that are giving Russia increasing dominance in the skies over like conflict in Ukraine, according to a Ukrainian official and this is like kind of worrying for the united states and ukraine and all of its allies because russia's inability to achieve like an air superiority throughout the war has been really important because it's kind of helped ukraine like keep its footing in the battlefield and it's been like a kind of a place where like they could sort of go against russia without like in complete domination by russia Mm -hmm. but um in a briefing last week with journalists, they, like, kind of talked about the ability to control the skies and how dangerous these would be, um, and a Western official is, like, downplaying the situation, saying that the ability to control the skies would, like, not be improved by this, but mm-hmm. it's actually, like, a pretty dangerous situation. Yeah. Um, Basically, the rocket is called an SU-35, and it is equipped with effective radar on long-distance rockets, and it can basically attack Ukrainian jets in the air, as well as for ground support operations, and as of right now, Ukraine does not have capabilities to counter this threat. So that's, like, really dangerous, because not only does, like, Russia have all this new stuff, Ukraine can't even properly defend against it. Mm-hmm. And if, mm-hmm. if Russia does gain superiority in the skies, then that could be very dangerous and a pivotal point in this war. Yeah. And more defense systems are needed in order for Ukraine to, like, protect itself. Mm-hmm. Um, 
An official actually said that getting more defense systems from the U.S. and its allies is priority number one for Ukraine. And two other Ukrainian officials confirmed that Russian dominance over the skies, over the combat zone, was a top issue. And it's it's something that definitely needs to be helped. And hopefully, you know, we're able to give them some defense systems that would protect against these um, these new, like, jets and stuff. But... We don't really know what's going to happen. Wow. It's crazy yeah. to think that that war has been going on for over a year. Yeah, that's insane. It just keeps going, and it's just... It's horrible. Awful. Yeah. All right. Okay, so my last update and our last update mm-hmm. of the episode is about Sydney Holmes being released. Um, so Sydney Holmes is a man who served 34 years already for a 400-year prison sentence. And he was actually finally freed on Monday after they found out that he was falsely convicted, actually. So basically what happened is that in April of 1989, a jury found him um, guilty of being, like, the getaway driver for two men who robbed two victims and took their car at gunpoint outside of a convenience store in Florida. Um... And then Holmes applied to have his case look reviewed by the Broward State Attorney's Conviction Review Unit, which basically they examined, like, potential, like, errors in the process of convicting him. And that was in 2020, and he claimed, quote, factual innocence. And during, like, the review of his case, it determined that eyewitnesses, like, identification of him during the investigation was likely incorrect and that there was no, like, real evidence connecting him to the robbery, um... And then an investigation launched um, by the brother of one of the victims also found that Holmes's car was likely misidentified um, because there are, like, all these key differences that they kind of overlooked. And then based on all of that review, five of six independent panelists voted that he was innocent and his conviction should be thrown out immediately. So it's just really crazy to think that he already served 34 years in prison um, because of just, like, the rushed and kind of aired process they took to convict him so i'm glad that he was able to get out though yeah there's a lot of flaws in our like judicial system and like a lot of law reform that needs to happen Mm -hmm. but definitely it's definitely tricky and i feel bad for him yeah yeah so that's closes off our updates Mm -hmm. for this week we hope you guys enjoyed and learned something so that being said check out all our social media in the bio and at we are underscore youth org our website and stay tuned for more Bye. bye